Come on now. Come on now. What? Come on. You know who it is. It's Big Al, baby. <laughs> and I'm in your house. You better do something for me. You better watch your mouth. Today's episode is called Living a Life of Balance. I don't know about you, but at times I find that very difficult. Trying to put all your pieces together and make them balance it out. <laughs> you better stay tuned. You don't want to miss this one, because Big Al, he's going to be right back, baby. It's Big Al, baby. And here we go again. It's living a life of balance. What do you think about that? I want you to examine yourself today. It's about you. It's about me. It affects us each and every day. Living that life of balance. How do we do it? How do we live that life of balance? Because there's so many distractions. There's so many things that take away the balance of life that we were intended to live. You know, it's funny because you talk to people, right, and you say, you're a manager. And they go, I'm not a manager. You are. You're in charge of your life to manage it. God has given you that responsibility to manage your life, to balance that life, to have that fine balance. And how do I balance my life? Because so many things bring us down different pathways in our life that cause us to knock that balance off. You know, if you know anything about a balance, you have the pole, the center pole in the middle. Then you have the two chains holding the two scales. And if you put too much on one side, one side is going to be higher than the other. How high is your balance in your life? Is one side tilting too high and the other one tilting too low? Are you almost even or one side's very low? <laughs> I've been at the point where my side is like almost touching the floor, man. I'm telling you because your life gets un so unbalanced because you're finding yourself putting more focus and attention on something and that you can't get back and balance it out. How to live a well-balanced life. A, ha a healthy, happier mind can contribute to good, healthy, balanced living, meaning having a positive outlook, focus on good habits, and lowering stress. Now, let me tell you something. I've been at the maximum point of stress in my life. You know, when your blood pressure goes so high because you're so stressed out, trying to have that balanced lifestyle because your focus is on finances, your focus is on your kids, your focus is on your husband, your focus is on your bills. You know, life is not easy. And having that balanced life and having that healthy mindset and having that, that, that health, so to speak, because health is a big thing. Finances is a big thing. To balance that all out is a great challenge. And there are ways we can balance things out. I'm talking to kids today because kids have to balance their, their little childhood out, their life. You know, as they grow up, they have to have their own balances. You know, their checks and balances like everybody else, you know. I'm talking to parents. 
I'm talking to grandmas. I'm talking to grandpas. I'm talking to pastors. I'm talking to singles. I'm talking to teenagers. It affects all of us. Having that life of balance, living that balanced life, and it's so hard. I'm telling you, it's at times you're like, is this possible where I can have a balanced lifestyle? It says everyone longs to be healthy and happy. I know I want to be. I want to be healthier. I want to be happy. But it takes work. Like having this balanced lifestyle takes a lot of work. It really, really does. Like everything else in life, you got to put the effort and work into it. And sometimes it's like almost like you're digging, you know, because I used to, I used to, um, dig uh, for sprinklers and uh, construction type of running lines. I used to do that that digging at one point in my life for, you know, for work and you, you start digging or you're helping the friend, you're digging. And sometimes when you're digging, it's not so easy. I find our lives like that sometimes. Like we're working at something, we're constantly working. And sometimes as you're working on things, they don't always work out the way you plan it. So you have to go back and start over again. But the thing is, it takes work. After all, what's the point in working hard toward a long and healthy life if you can't enjoy it? And that's true. If I'm going to work for a long, healthier life, right? I'm I'm working now. I'm digging. <laughs> hey, baby, I'm digging. You know, I'm doing my thing. I'm digging. You know, I'm 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 laboring. I'm sweating. I'm I'm doing my thing. And then I'm not going to enjoy the fruit of my labor. Hey, listen, I labored, I dug, and I'm not going to enjoy it. What's the point? What's the point of me enjoying it? While focusing on a healthier lifestyle by exercising, eating right, is a great, great for the body, balanced living means protecting your mental and emotional health. Let me tell you something. Eating is difficult. Food is so good, man. (laughs) Let me tell you, that's one of my passions, man. I love food. Food is so good. Like, you know, it's like all these holidays come and all these things. And you go to the doctor and the doctor says, oh, you can't have this no more. You got to watch this. You got to watch that. And I remember one day I went to the grocery store. And I'm not, listen, I'm not a big shopper and I don't shop that much. But I had to pick up a couple of things. So I go in there, and you know, me, Big Al, baby, I'm looking. I'm looking around this grocery store, and I'm like, wow, this, this looks good. <laughs> you know, and I know I don't supposed to be eating that. And we all, we all battle that. But, you know, getting back to this, really, living a healthy a life and exercising. And exercise is another thing. I love to exercise. I used to play basketball. I used to jog. I used to love all those things. But but as you work so much and you have so many responsibilities, it's hard living a life of balance. It really, really is. It's hard living that life of balance. And you yeah and you and you always have these parties and these things and you contribute. So what I try to do for myself is I try to eat a little bit of everything if I go out. Or things that I know I don't supposed to have, I have like a little teaspoon, you know. But sometimes that teaspoon, man, that teaspoon is nothing. It's like a tease. Living that emotional, healthy life, having your mind set on things that's that, that's supposed to be right, keeping and maintaining that life of balance because stress, stress is a killer. Stress raises your blood pressure. Stress raises your your sugar levels. Stress does a lot of things. Stress put me in the hospital once because I was so stressed out because you're trying to live 
that balanced life. You're trying to have those scales even now. And that is so tough sometimes, having those scales even now. You know, it's, it's difficult. Balanced living, we have to make a commitment to, to balanced living. You know, because one thing about life, life is about making commitments to certain things and seeing them through. That is so hard sometimes, making them see them through. Because I don't know about you, but I've been at the point in my life when someone, you need someone to, someone won't ask you to do something for them, right? They're like, oh, hey, big Al, baby, come in, man. I need you to help me move this furniture or whatever it was. And then all of a sudden, you're like, that day comes, you're like, oh, man, I forgot about that. Man, I don't want to help him move that furniture. I don't want to help him do that. I made a commitment. Now I have to see that commitment through to my herd. That's tough sometimes. You know, making that initial commitment. Balanced living means considering all aspects of your life. Relationships, work, fitness, exercise, we were talking about. Health and emotional well-being. Having that mindset and focusing on the right things. Relationships, that is something else. When you're trying to balance relationships, relationships that have fallen apart, whether it's family members, whether it's girlfriend, whether it's marriage, trying to uh, mend those those broken relationships is not easy because sometimes we hurt people with our words. We hurt people with things we've done to them. And we are to try to make it right. I'm speaking for myself in this here. Trying to make those relationships right. Trying to have that healthy, balanced lifestyle emotionally, you know, financially, relationships. Trying to have that fine, balanced life. Living a life of balance is not so easy. We're trying to live that life of balance. Because you know why? We are all bogged down with work and family, and responsibilities. Let me tell you something. Work alone is a big responsibility. Then when you add family in it, that's double. And responsibilities, like it goes up to another level because then your responsibility level is very high. You know, even if you're single, because sometimes single people, we look at single people, oh, they don't have as much, but they're responsible for themselves. And sometimes when you're responsible for yourself, like teens and and uh, like uh, early, like people in their twenties, and they they go to school or whatever. It's a big responsibility to go to school, to work, to manage your life, to manage your finances, to keep yourself healthy. Because a lot of young people are getting sick today too. So it's it's all of us. It's everything we do is living that fine life of balance. We're bogged down with those responsibilities and family. From time to time, but making time for yourself is necessary so that you can keep up with all your responsibilities. Now, let me tell you something. Making time for yourself is so difficult. That is one of the hardest things I probably could do is make time for myself because I am so uh, involved in a lot of things. So you work. You do your commitments, your responsibilities, your family, all these things. It is so hard to make time for yourself. But what I'm learning to do is I'm learning to, I call it, check my brain at the door. And people are like, what do you mean check your brain at the door? What I try to do 
is when I'm home and I have nothing else to do, I try to make time for myself. What do you really like doing? Some people don't know what they like to do. So some people start doing other things, doing this, doing that, doing that. Find something you really like to do. Like some people like bike riding. I remember my mom. My mom was so good making time for herself. She would do crossword puzzles. She would knit. My mom would knit. She, she used to knit a lot of different things. Find out something you like to do and you do it. So I check my brain at the door because I like basketball. And I, basketball's always been my passion. It's always been my desire. I like basketball and I watch it. You know, and I sit there and I try to strategize the game and I try to figure out what's going on, what plays they're going to run. So that's my, that's my thing. And I also like old movies. I like mystery, crime mysteries. So I sit there and go, oh, who did it? Who did this? What are they doing here? I sit there and that's what I like to do, making time for myself myself, getting myself away from the busy lifestyle, the busy responsibility, trying to have that emotional freedom, you know, trying to have that emotional freedom in my mind because your responsibilities with your families, with work, those relationships, those things, you know, they try to bog us down, try to weigh us down, try to stop us from living that well-balanced life. Because our, our responsibilities weigh on us, and our batteries run low. Sometimes we need to recharge our batteries physically, mentally, and everyday life. We have to make that choice. to Because if your batteries run low, I've been there. When your battery gets low, baby, let me tell you something. Your battery gets low, you're no good for nobody. How can you fulfill your responsibilities? How can you go to work if your battery's low? You get frustrated. And I don't know about you, but when I get a little tired, I get irritable. I get a little nasty. I get a little argumentative. I get a little critical. Let me tell you something. That flesh is something else. When you get a little tired, you bog down your responsibilities. You know you should have did that last week, cut that grass. You know you should have did that that last week, hung up those curtains. You know you should clean out that garage, man. Hey, I'm telling you. You know that basement's been a long overdue. You better get to that basement now. You better get to those closets. You better take that winter stuff. You better, better put it up in the attic. When those things, those responsibilities and all those things in our life, sometimes we can get a little irritable. So we have to step back, take a deep breath. I'm talking to myself in this. <sighs> Take a deep breath and say, hey, let me accomplish this thing. I made a commitment that when the seasons were going to be over, I was going to take care of my responsibilities that I need to do every day. Being happy, right, gives you a better outlook on life. Who doesn't want to be happy? It gives you a better outlook on life. You're more prepared to tackle tasks, right? When you're happy, you're tackling those tasks. We were talking about not being happy and not tackling those, those tasks in our life, right? We were talking about that. On the other hand, you keep enjoying life, and you have a negative impact on your health. Research, research also shown that stress can, can create a lot of diseases in our body. Make time to take care of yourself. Indulge in creativity. We were just talking about this. Creativity activities you enjoy will help reduce your stress. We were just talking about that. Getting away from stress. You know, getting away from those things. Spending quality time, you know, with your family. Because work and all those things bog our lives down. You know, when it's eating a healthy diet, I find it so difficult 
in my life, and as you get older, and even when you're young, if you create good habits for yourself, good habits, healthy habits, things would change. Your, your health would change. Your mind would change. Your, your body would change when you create healthy habits. You know, when you don't create those healthy habits, it's a little difficult because now you can't eat the things you normally eat. And that's where most people suffer. It's in the eating. And I have changed my eating habits in so many ways, thank God, because I would have not probably been alive today if I didn't shed the pounds, if I didn't pay attention to my health. You know, we're talking about living a, a well-balanced life, living a life of balance, trying to address those areas in our lives that that cause us not to be balanced. You know, and some is finances. For a long time, it was money with me. Finding, mon- you know, the right balance, trying to pay your bills, not having enough, working multiple jobs. It's not, it's not easy because sometimes people say, oh, you work a lot. You want to work a lot? You're, you're a workaholic? No, I'm not a workaholic. I just have to fulfill my responsibilities like we all should be doing. But it's not so easy balancing your life out. Then it's your health. Then it's your kids. Sometimes your kids are not doing good. Sometimes your husband, you know, they're not doing good at all, you know, and your wife is not doing good, vice versa, and you're, and you're finding yourself trying to focus, you know, and, and fix them, and then you neglect your kids, and then your kids, it's, it's so difficult, you know, trying to have that, that well-balanced life, you know, it's not, it's not easy having that well-balanced life. I want you to, I want us to go here now. This is uh, keys and ways we can balance our life out and attempt to balance our life out, to gain control in all areas. How do we gain control in all areas? Living a life of balance. It requires this. And this is probably the number one key, that I would say living a life of balance, which I did not think of or which I could never imagine of, living a life of balance, you know, and being healthy in your mind, being whole in your body, you know, addressing those areas, getting wisdom in those areas that we need wisdom in to have that life of balance. Prayer. Prayer is one of the keys, and your relationship with God is another one. So you can deal with the relationship with your family and your friends. I'm going to read this to you. It's found in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 through 17. Therefore, be careful how to walk, not as unwise men, but as wise. I like that because it tells me to pay attention, right? On how I live, walk, how I conduct my life, how I'm really paying attention to living a life of balance. It tells me, first of all, I'm praying, right? And then I'm being careful, right? I'm being careful. I'm carefully watching, right? how I walk, how I live, how I conduct my life, not being unwise, but being wise. Making the most of my time. So now I see I'm being careful. I'm watching. I'm I'm looking. I'm, I'm observing. And I'm using my wisdom, right? Because I'm not going to be unwise with the balance of life I have to live. I'm paying attention more now, right? I'm making the most of my time. I'm not wasting time. And time is a big thing. Time is money. 
You know, they say, oh, time is money. Time is money. And our time is precious. And sometimes we can't give back because I look at my life as some things I, I, I had to work. I had to do certain things. And you might miss your kids' um, uh, dress rehearsals or choir uh, uh, things that they do or baseball games or football games or basketball games. Yeah, sometimes that happens in life and we never can get that back. But that's okay. You know what it is? Life is all a process of living this life of balance. But what we can do, we can start today. You know, you can start a fresh start today. And when you start that fresh start today, you can purpose in your heart and in your life that I'm going to live this life of balance. And it says making the most of your time, right? Because the days are evil. And we know we live in evil days because of everything that's going on in the world. We're living in evil days. It says, so then do not be foolish. So it's telling me here, don't be foolish. Foolish with what? Foolish with not paying attention, not being, being unwise, but being wise, right? Protecting my time. Make most of your time. Protect your time. But understand what the Lord's will is for you. So purpose in your heart, knowing the Lord's will for yourself, for, so you can have that well-balanced life, that healthy life, that life that you can enjoy. And it's not easy. I'm not saying you, you can take these things and, and just all of a sudden it's a magic trick. But no, we got to work at it. Like I was talking about earlier, digging, sometimes we just have to put our boots on, roll up our sleeves, get out that shovel, and start to digging. Digging in our lives, purposely going forward, purposely progressing step by step in our lives. God desires a better way. Living a life of balance, it requires we must choose to pursue wisdom. That's one of the things we should pursue, wisdom. Asking God for wisdom so we can live that well-balanced life. Not thinking it of myself, because if I had to try to think of everything myself, man, you'll go crazy because sometimes things are just too big for you in life. They're just too big. And I don't know about you, but sometimes if you ever went to the bathroom in the middle of the night or during the day or whatever time it may be, and you start thinking too much about that unbalanced life you have, those finances, the kids, the kids are not doing good, your husband's not go doing good, this is happening, that's happening, all these things are happening, then all of a sudden your scale is gone, <laughs> one side is higher than the other, you're like, uh-oh, I'm not living that well-balanced life. So it's all a process. So we need to ask God for wisdom, say, God, help us, we need wisdom. It's up to each of us to determine how we will walk, how we, we would live, how we would, you know, go, go on to this process of having this wisdom. Through this life, wisdom is not, not something a person stumbles on to or acquires automatically. It doesn't just come in your life. It must be sought after and pursued. We must go after wisdom. We must ask God, hey, God, you know what, Lord? We need your wisdom in this situation. Living a life of balance, we must seek God's plan. The, purpose, the, the person who walks in wisdom is very aware of his life, how it affects the world, and how the world affects him. He recognizes that every person faces three enemies, in life, the world system, 
the flesh system, and the devil. He seeks to know God's plan and, and purpose, not only for his personal life, but also for every situation involving others around him. That is so great. I like that because we live in this world, and some people it's just my four no more. No, we have to care about other people. And, you know, and as we care about other people, and as we, like we said, watch and as we acquire that wisdom, we can help others acquire the same wisdom and guideline. Look at your life a different way. Acquire that wisdom. And this is what we must do, right? Things we must really do to have that, that life of balance, right? Living that life of balance. With all areas of our life that causes us the greatest pain. That's what we should start at. What, what areas in your life that's causing you the greatest pain? We have to start to address those areas. How do we start to address those areas? Create a list of the areas you want to work on and prioritize them. That's what you do. You get your stickies out and you start making stickies, you know, and say, okay, this is what I need to do. That is what I need to do. This is key. Start with those those key areas. And you do it a little at a time. You're not going to be able to take on a big project in your life at all at once sometimes. I know I tried to do that. You ever do that? You start working on a project, and then you say, uh-oh, that, you stop that. And then you go over to another side, and you start this over here. And then that. And before you know it, there's three or four different things that's not even resolved. So you got to stay with one thing at a time, address it one day thing at a time, one day at a time, and knowing that it's a process you know, living that life of balance, it is a process. Including deadlines of completion with each project. Try to make a deadline. Say, this is going to take me a week. This is going to take me two weeks. This is going to take me a day. Sometimes some projects are shorter than others. And that's what we have to look at. Tackling one small area at a time, such as, you know, drawers, cabinets, shelves. I've been there. Forget it. <laughs> Set a time aside each day, each week, or whenever you have time to work on those difficult areas, difficult areas and different areas of our lives we need to work on. Move systematically through your office, if it's an office thing, or your home. Finish one area before beginning another. And that's what I was talking about about myself. The, you know, starting with one area and sticking with it, not jumping all over the place like I used to do. You know, I hope this is helping you because it's making me think about my life, uh, living more of a productive, balanced life, looking at my relationships, looking at my finances, looking at my family, and saying, Am I living that balanced life that God intended for me to live? I want to thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Big Al's Life Journey, baby. I want to thank you so much. And remember, always remember, it's Big Al, baby, and I'm in your house. <laughs> Go ahead now. You better watch your mouth.